At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family... Look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is the Detroit City Cast with Dan Leach, presented by Bet Rivers. And what is going on? Fine citizens have me thrown out Thursday here on the Detroit City Cast. I gotta tell you before we get into anything here. AEW last night. LCA. I, I've been a huge wrestling fan the majority of my life. I think I was six, seven years old when I first started getting into it. I was ten years old for the legendary WrestleMania, where WrestleMania three, excuse me, when uh, it was obviously in the Silver Dome and the World Indoor Attendance Record and you know Hogan body slamming Giant, Macho Man Savage, and Randy, you know the Steamboat, just all the just incredible stuff that that kind of brought that era into the forefront and just changed the game. And I, I've not been into it as as much. I'd say the last 10 or so years. I mean, I always follow stuff and I'll watch WrestleMania and I'll watch different, you know, TV shows weekly. But I really hadn't gotten into AEW and I I knew a little bit about it. I mean, I knew that Sting was involved and Daniel Bryan and some other guys. And, you know, obviously it was the first ever live show they did in Detroit. And I'll tell you this, for someone like me, you know, I'm 45 now, and many of you probably can relate to this. We might not be as into wrestling as we used to be, but we still enjoy good wrestling. And I got to tell you, it was awesome. It was crazy. It was bloody. There were thumbtacks, double cages, two rings. It was incredible. And, you know, it was basically almost sold out for the seats that were available to be sold. Over 10 grand there at LCA. Went with my man, maybe Dave, had a great time. And just awesome. And I've been to watch some AEW going forward. I'm not going to get obsessed with it, I don't think. But I'll tell you this, I have a lot of friends that are big wrestling fans, and they have, I don't want to say they've completely tuned out WWE, 
and I didn't, I, I'd forgotten that WWE had banned blood and all that kind of stuff because it's family entertainment. But they, a lot of them have completely switched and just kind of watch AEW. And I will tell you this, even from a guy that's not a wrestling expert anymore, but I've always appreciated it throughout the years. I mean, Hulk Hogan was one of my heroes when my parents got me his autograph from Banff, Canada in like 1991. And I came home and it said, you know, to Danny from Hulk Hogan, it was just one of the greatest days of my life. I still have that somewhere. And the in-ring match level of quality is really, really good. And I know that a lot of my friends that I respect that have followed wrestling more intently the last decade plus or so than me, a lot of them have said that, that the quality of wrestling in the ring in AEW, the acrobatic, you know, stuff and the, the people hitting their spots, not to get too wrestling jargony, is better overall than WWE. And that's, you know, Tony Khan, he's the son of Shaheed Khan, the owner of the Jaguars. He got this thing going. They put a lot of money into it. They got Jim Ross. They got Sting. They got some, you know, guys that have been around. Uh, it's It was awesome. So if you're someone that likes wrestling like I do, maybe haven't been into it as much lately, uh, Wednesdays, I believe it's 8 o'clock on TBS and is Rampage, or Dynamite, excuse me. And then Rampage is Friday nights at 10 o'clock on TNT, and they have a YouTube show. They filmed three different shows. We were there for like five hours till basically midnight. It was the latest other than working an event, like working a Pistons or a Wings game, that I'd ever been at LCA, and most people stayed till the end. And there were people of all ages. It was There were oohs, there were ahs, there was great music. The ring thud when you got suplexed, you could hear from all around the building. It was awesome. And they had a guy get basically pushed off 25 feet off the steel cage and landed and broke a table. It was, I mentioned, thumbtacks, glass, forks. John Moxley used to be WWE. He was using a fork on someone's head. I mean, people cutting their heads with glass. It was nuts. And it wasn't like gross. It was just nuts. And that's what you want. I, I never was really into the whole ECW, like real bloody craziness. That wasn't my thing. But this was just enough. It was called Blood and Guts, actually. Uh, and, you know, Chris Jericho was there. They had this big feud. Uh, it was it was really, really cool. So check out all my videos. They're on uh, my, my social media, Twitter, Dan Leach971, and my Facebook, and my Instagram, and, and all over the place. It was just, uh, it was awesome. It really was awesome. All right, we're going to get into my Wimbledon plays of the day in just a little bit. I'm going to check in on some college football futures because Michigan continues to... Not have some good recruits for 2023. 53rd overall and 13th in the Big Ten. Only one team, Indiana, is worse than that's bad. How about Imani Bates? Was going to go to state and went to Memphis. And now he's going to Eastern Michigan, my home of honor. Hopefully he can find a home there. The Pistons, I, I love a good fleece, especially like on a cold summer night. You know, when it gets like down to like the 30s or 40s up north, like when I was at Camp Tanuga. I like a good fleece. The Pistons fleece the Knicks. Troy the Dream Weaver continues to do it. Alec Burks. Uh, and Nerland's Noel for basically air. And that's what happened with the Jeremy Grant trade when they got the 2025 first round pick for Portland and they ended up, you know, making a move and, uh, you know, getting uh, Durant for basically air. Troy Weaver has got this team. It's not about this year. They could be a, a play-in team type, you know, basketball squad this coming year, the Pistons, but it's about two years from now, three years from now, being a legit long-term viable contender, which is the same way Brad Holmes is trying to build the Lions to. And hopefully Alec Alvila, much maligned, is doing with the Detroit Tigers. And Stevie Y, of course, with the, the Red Wings. 
We are living in a period of time. It's been a dearth of success after some great success with all those teams, except for the Lions going to the playoffs here and there. But you know, Pistons won a title uh, in 04. The, the Tigers won a two World Series. We know what the Red Wings have been able to do in the four cups since 97. So it's one of these things where I think we're going to have a long period of success here in Detroit for the foreseeable future. And I'm not saying it's going to be all the teams, but at least two or three of them. And if all four of them can have success, we are the, I'll put us up against any sports city in the country. I'm not saying we have as many titles as Boston, as many people as New York, uh, but we are some of the best fans here in the world. That's why I've always loved being from here. Knew I would come back home. I did about 14, 12, 14 years ago now. And I'm probably here to stay for quite some time. I don't foresee myself going anywhere. I mean, I love my work with Visa. I know they're out in Vegas. Maybe that's going to happen at some point. Uh, but I'll maybe try to hopefully split time if that has to happen so I can still be around Detroit. I just love the, the people. I love the, the teams. I love the passion. I love the Motor City. It's what it's all about. We'll also check in on my golf plays uh, as the John Deere Classic has started. Based on when you're listening to this show, maybe some of the guys have played their rounds. Maybe a bunch of them have played their rounds. We'll keep you abreast of what's going on with my, my four golf plays for the weekend. And, of course, as I always do, I will list anything that I add on or matchups I like. I haven't really done a lot of matchups lately because I think there's just more value in outrights and top fives, top tens, and top twenties. But we will uh, always, you know, Weigh in with that stuff on my Twitter uh, if if I'm going to add any plays. So please always check that out over the weekend. A lot of you thank me for doing that, and I appreciate it, and I will continue to do it. But let's take a trip to the Motown betting window, and it's brought to you by our great friends at Bet Rivers, and it's Wimbledon Week, and Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is your go-to sportsbook for all tennis-related betting today through July 4th. Place a $25 wager on Wimbledon at Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook for a free $10 bet. Rivers live bets use on any Wimbledon match. Simply log into the Bet Rivers app or the website now. You can even live stream tennis matches right for the Bet Rivers online sportsbook. Must be 21. Playable in Michigan. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 270 7117. And speaking of Wimbledon, there's a couple we're going to get to my Wimbledon plays of the day coming up in a little bit. And we're going to do that throughout the tournament. But I wanted to check in with something for you here. And I gave you, we, we talked about this uh, on the show here. I went on Rush Hour by man Danny Burke, and as we talked about yesterday, was on in a bunch of different outbacks and sports bars around the country. That was awesome. was on with my girl Stormy uh, Budokani yesterday on My Guys in the Desert and went over my Wimbledon plays. I'm feeling really good about where we're at for a couple of reasons. I went on the other side of the draw of the big favorites on the men's and women's side. Of course, there's been more upsets on the men's side so far than the women's side. And Maria Sakari... I'm absolutely loving our position right now. She's on the bottom half of the draw away from Iga Swiatek. And of course, you know, Iga is plus 150. She can have a 42-match winning streak. But you look at Sakari, whose odds have gone down, not a tremendous amount, but she's like the fifth favorite after Jabir, actually around the sixth or seventh favorite if you look at some of the odds that are tied. Jabir is 5-1. Simona Halep is 8-1. My girl Coco Goff is 10-1, kind of really where she was to start uh, before the tournament. Uh, Ostapenko is 12 to 1 along with Petra Kvitova, the former Wimbledon champ. And then there you go, Maria Sakari, uh, the Grecian, 20 to 1 ahead of Kerber and Andrescu and Pliskova. Uh, so I'm feeling good about her. We have each way plays on her, but I'm feeling really good about where I'm at with my two men's plays. And I know one of them was a boomer bust, and it's Nick Karagos. He is the, the fifth favorite, he's 20 to 1. Djokovic, of course, the big favorite to win it all. But we have an each way on both my plays 
Kyrgios at 20 to 1, we got him at 25 to 1, but his odds to make the final, we got around 12 to 1, and now it's down to like 7 or 8 to 1. But this is where I'm really happy. And this is where I could end up having a cash out type situation because I was able to get such good odds. And you would, you would have been able to get them as well if you took my play before the tournament started, like we discussed on the show. Alex Dimador, the other younger Australian, on the bottom half, along with Kyrgios from, uh, from Djokovic, they're on this, the side of the draw that Nadal's on, and I'm fading Nadal, as we've discussed. Dimador is 75-1 to 1 to win the tournament. He was 100-1 to 1 plus when we got him. But he was about 101 to make the final. Guess where he's at now after looking great for two matches? He's at 18 to 1 to get to the final. His odds have been cut, I guess, in four fifths or more. He was 101 when we got him before the tournament to make the final. Now he is just 18 to 1. I feel great about that. He, if he gets to the semis, it is possible. Uh, you know, just for an example, fifty dollars would have won five thousand fifty. If he gets to the semis, it is possible I'll get offered over half that bet. And talk about a hedge! I might just cash it out. We'll see who he's playing. He might be a favorite over that that player, and I can hedge the other way and lock myself into a, a couple thousand dollars profit, regardless. Because obviously, if he makes the final for five grand, I could bet a couple thousand the other way if it's if he's the favorite in that match. And no matter what, I'm winning a couple grand on a fifty dollar bet. So that's why, once again, I'm not trying to tell you that I'm always going to win because I'm not. But those of you that are you know longtime listeners and you know my we call it P ones in the business, my you know sycophantic peeps out there that respect. What I do and know that I'm always going to try to give you the best kind of plays to increase your bankroll. This is why I love doing this because I know I've made a lot of you a lot of money. And believe me, as I've told you, I'm betting all these plays. I'm not just throwing them out there and not taking them myself. I mean, there are times actually where I end up giving you like a play where I'm not making an official pick. I end up taking it myself anyway. But anytime... I say that it's an official play, half unit, full unit, three units, like we did with the Warriors after game two of the NBA Finals for the series. All the different things that I give you, I'm betting every single one of them. And it doesn't matter how much I bet, because it's about what you need to bet for yourself. But I love this. And listen, long way to go. Still, for my, my two guys on the men's draw at Wimbledon, we still have you know third round, potential round of 16 match, quarter semis. There's a long way to go, but the draw is opening up for Demonor and it's opening up for Kyrgios and I feel pretty good about one of the two of them at least getting to the quarters and giving me a chance to be one match away from a huge cash obviously much bigger on Demonor than it would be on Nick Kyrgios but it still feels good and I actually I'm looking at it right now and, and this is where we're at when it comes to potential matchups for these two guys. Demonor is playing Jamie Draper. Or I'm sorry, Jack Draper, Jamie Draper. Uh, the young 20-year-old from England. He's ranked 94 in the world. Yes, it'll be a big crowd. I mean, uh, you know, the crowd will be behind him because he's, you know, from Great Britain. But Demonor is a much better player. And then it would be the winner of the Brody. He's a wild card from Great Britain. And Schwartzman, that would be in the third round. And then, you know... It could the the top part of that draw 
is Brooksby, the American, the young American, the 29th seed against Bonzi. Grenier, who's a lucky loser, who got in and qualifying by not having winning enough matches and based on people dropping out of the tournament got in, and Garen. So then you're looking at the, you know, the fourth round. And you're a match away from the quarter, so I feel good about that. Then on the, the lower half of that, bottom half of the draw, you've got uh, Karagos, who's playing Krajinovic, uh, the 26-ranked Croatian. I think Karagos can take him down. And then he would play the winner of Thompson Sitsipas. And you know I love Sitsipas. We gave him out to you at the Australian Open. We won a tournament with him after that. Uh, and, you know, we gave him out again at uh, Roland Garros, and it didn't go so well for us. But he's not a mass. He's much better on hard courts. And if Kyrgios gets by that match and gets to the quarters, uh, or I'm sorry, gets to the round of 16, he his draw really opens up. Then you're looking at players like Cressy or Sock or... Novak and Kubler are two qualifiers. Garon, the American, Mulcan uh, from Croatia. I mean, yeah, Taylor Fritz is lurking for a potential uh, semi-final match. But believe me, I feel really good about both of those plays. And that's why we're going to continue to give you uh, Wimbledon action throughout the tournament. The Tigers, the Detroit Tigers. Oh, still got to talk about the Tigers. The Tigers actually win against the Giants, after losing game one, they went three to two in the quick two game set. Garcia's pitched well last two starts. He's now three and two with a 4 2 8 ERA. I mentioned that I didn't think Wood was that great of a pitcher. He goes down and loses five, uh, is five and seven now with a 5.03 ERA. Soto's 15th save. So the Tigers split that series. They're off today and they will get it going with the awful Kansas City Royals with cheese back here at home after being gone for a week or so. And, you know, the Tigers actually have more wins than Kansas City. They don't have a lot more wins than many teams in Major League Baseball. So they'll be a favorite in this game. Friday night, it'll be Alex Fajardo. has not been great win and loss-wise, but he's getting better, at least mechanically. He's 1-4 with a 4-8-4 uh, ERA. It's Keller for the Royals, who's not been very good at all. He's 2-9, 4.56 ERA. So we'll see if I have a play on the Tigers for the fantastic Friday game. Now, we talked Lions odds yesterday. I want to talk about some college football action as we are under 80 days to go to college and, and pro football. I mean, college first, obviously, and then pro football. Uh, but I want to look at the futures here and just let you know where the odds are at. And we haven't seen a ton of movement, but let's take a look at the NCAA title odds. Bama the favorite, plus 150. Ohio State the second favorite at plus 250. Last year's champs, Georgia at 4-1. to one. Clemson at 12 to 1, and then Texas AM at 20 to 1. The Wolverines are the 10th favorite, uh, basically the same odds as Texas, Oregon, uh, and right around where Notre Dame's at. Notre Dame, 45 to 1. Texas just got, uh, you know, Manning's son, Manning's brother's son, uh, Arch Manning, the number one recruit in the country, 50 to 1 along with Oregon. Uh, Michigan is right there. And then Michigan State, Mel Tucker's uh, second year. You look at, you know, Michigan State, or I'm sorry, third year now. 150 to 1, no respect for the Michigan State Spartans. So that's the odds to win it all. And I don't think either team has a chance of winning it all this year. It was great, you know, last year for Michigan, but not this year. Uh, I do want to, before we get to the rest of the stuff, update the Heisman odds. C.J. Stroud, still the favorite, been the favorite the whole time. Uh, the Ohio State QB, he's plus 175. Bryce Young, plus 350, could be a Detroit Lion. Uh, so good Stroud, Caleb Williams plus 750, Gibbs is 10 to 1, Travion Henderson 16 to 1, Bajan Robinson uh, is at 20 to 1, 
There are no Michigan players, and of course Michigan State players, to speak of until you get to J.J. McCarthy, who is 70 to 1. And if Vegas knows anything, they are thinking that he is going to get the start over Cade McNamara. I don't know for sure if that's going to happen. Uh, and Cade McNamara, with all due respect to him, is not on the odds list until you get to 100 to 1 with a million other players. So if Vegas's thought is, I don't know if it's based on inside information. A lot of times it can be, sometimes it isn't. But J.J. McCarthy, 70-1. to 1. If he starts, he definitely would have a chance if Michigan had a special season. But let's take a look at the Big Ten odds. And right now, the Buckeyes, of course, the big favorite. They've been this way the whole time. Their odds have moved up a tick. I think they were minus 200 last time we checked it a month or so ago. Now they're minus 230. Wolverine's the clear second favorite at 10-1. to 1. Wisconsin and Penn State at 12-1. to 1. Nebraska at 16-1. to 1. Minnesota at 18-1, to 1, along with Iowa. The Spartans... 27 to 1 to win the Big Ten. Purdue 33 to 1, and then it just gets comical after Indiana's 40 to 1. You got Maryland at 101, Northwestern at 201, Illinois at 250 to 1, along with our good pals, Rutgers. So there you go. That's an update on the college football odds. Uh, and as far as golf goes, the four plays for you, just to keep you abreast of what's going on, I'll always update you on what's going on with those. You know, we went against Webb Simpson and Hadwin and Thigala, who almost won last week and blew it, Denny McCarthy, and of course, Charles Howell III. We took Adam Schenk at 50-1, to 1, Martin Laird right around 50-1, to 1, and then we made some long shot value play in a wide open field. These are some of my favorite tournaments to bet. James Hahn around 150-1, to 1, and Peter Malinati, same thing. Uh, we did half unit plays on Malinati. And James Hodden, full unit plays on Martin Laird, who played well for the most part last week until towards the end. And for Adam Schenk, who is coming off a fourth and sixth in back-to-back years at TPC Deer Run in the John Deere Classic. All right, that is a trip to the Motown betting window. It's brought to you by our great friends at Bet Rivers. Coming up straight ahead, my Wilmington plays of the day. You're listening to the Detroit CityCast, the Throwdown Thursday edition, brought to you by Bet Rivers. Bet Rivers Sportsbook is offering new customers a deposit match up to $250 when you sign up today. In addition to their welcome bonus, Bet Rivers has daily and ongoing promotions that can provide extra value. Download the Bet Rivers app or go to betrivers.com today to sign up. Must be 21, playable in Michigan only. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 270 7117. So it's going to be some Wimbledon plays. These are obviously going to be for Friday. I always give you the plays a day ahead. And just to let you know, I was looking at stuff that, you know, was for... It's possible you're listening to the show before some of the matches t- take off on Thursday because, you know, if you're listening to the show around 10 or 11 in the morning, some of these matches aren't until the afternoon. But there was, if you do catch this before the matches go off, there was one half-unit play that I liked and it's kind of it's kind of a little off the radar. You look at this match between Greet Minen and Zhang Quinwen, and you got Quin, uh, you know Zhang minus one ninety. They were invert the names in, in China, so I know some people will say Quinwen Zhang, otherwise we'll say it backwards. But Greet Minen is kind of a you know I, I like the form that she has been in, 
and you're getting plus 150. So I am going to do a half unit play myself on this, but the match might be done by the time or, you know, off by the time you listen to this. And I, I want to give you this one female or women's play because I really don't like any other plays on Friday for the women. A lot of big, a lot of big favorites and Maria Sakari is playing and she's huge favorite. So I'm not going to go with anything there. I did think it was interesting, though, that Harmony Tan, who beat Serena Williams, is going up against Sarah Cerebus Tormo and is a big dog. She's plus 225. Uh, is there value there? We'll see. I mean, Serena Williams hadn't played in a year, so... I, I mean, Harmony Tan looks really good at times, a very crafty, you know, player uh, from Italy. So I just thought that was interesting. But for me, I'm, I'm going to focus on the men's draw for my woman in plays of the day. And I'm going to start with a full unit play. These are Friday matches. On my man Francis Tiafo. Now, he is, you know, one of the best Americans. We've had more Americans get through the second round than we have since 1995. It's awesome. There's so many Americans left on the men's side and a bunch on the women's side as well. But he's going up against Alexander Bublik uh, from Kazakhstan, 25 years old. He's up to th- rank 38th in the, in the world right now. But when you look at Wimbledon, you know, this is a guy that has played a couple Wimbledons. He's made it to the second round once in 2019. Did play in 2020, did play in 2022, lost in the first round in 2021. Francis Tiafo is really coming into his own. He's been for the last couple of years. He's the 23 seed. He's ranked 28 in the world. This guy, you know, hasn't played Wimbledon that much as, as well, uh, but he still has had much better results. Second uh, round in 17, third round in 18, uh, lost in the first round in 19, did play in 2020, made it to the third round last year. And I, I love the value of my man Francis Tiafo and the Americans, as I mentioned, are doing very well. A full unit play, he's actually a small underdog against Bublik. And Bublik's in great form too. So, you know, it, this is these are the kind of matches I told you I'm going to target where we're not going to lay like $3,000 on somebody. We're not going to try to take a huge underdog. Sometimes we will. But these are the matches based on the first, second, third rounds because then you're going to start seeing a lot you know more even lines, minus 300s, 200s, 150s, one whatever in more matches like this, this these are the sweet spots. And to me, I love it. It's a full unit play on Francis Tiafo. I gave you Isner as an underdog against Murray. And in his first round match, won both of those. Gave you Radicano in the first round as a plus 136 underdog. Or she won that match, lost in the second round. These are the matches that I target. So it's a full unit play. My man Francis Tiafo. I love it. And then I've got a two-leg parlay. This is what I will do with some of the bigger favorites. And occasionally we threw Radicano in our four-teamer uh, early in the tournament. And that worked out well, as, uh, aside from the, the straight play on her as well. But Carlos Alcaraz, he did have, you know, some hiccups in his first round match. But I I, I just love this kid. He is not going to lose to Oscar Ote. Uh, or I, don't, I think maybe actually some pronounce it Ote. But he's minus 315. You parlay them with American Tommy Paul, who always seems to make it to the third round of whatever major it is recently. He's playing the veteran Yuri Vesely. And he's minus 190. You put those two together, and it's basically even money, plus 102. 100 wins $102. 50 wins $51. Those are my two Wimbledon plays of the day on the men's side on Friday. Full unit on my man Francis Tiafo, minus 107. And then a two-leg parlay uh, at Bet Rivers with Carlos Alcaraz, minus 315. Tommy Paul, minus 190. Those two together will give you a plus 102 payout. So get that done. We'll have a lot more Wimbledon to discuss. Get you ready for the weekend. That comes up tomorrow on the Fantastic Friday Show. Until then, thank you so much for listening. Check out my post from AEW. I think you'll enjoy some of the craziness uh, that AEW entailed uh, last night at 
Little Caesars Arena. Until next time, keep reaching for the stars. Believe in the dream. Dan Leach, the Squatch, and this fine throwdown Thursday. Out of here.